Hey dear, I am so happy you're here. My name is Courtney, and I'm a wife, a toddler mom, and an aspiring entrepreneur. When I first became a mama, I thought I knew what I was doing, but boy was I wrong. The woman that I was in that first year is just a little bit different than the woman and the mom that I have become in this second year, and that's because I have become obsessed with personal development. If you hang with me, I promise that together we will figure out how to replace self-doubt with confidence, uncertainty with consistency, and we're even going to try to conquer the comparison game. So if you're ready to chase your own dreams, even after chasing around a little one, then you're in the right place. This is Chasing Courage. So we have a awesome lady with us today. Her name is Haley, and I met Haley um, in an online personal development community slash podcasting course that we did with Keisha Fitzgerald. You've heard me talk about this a hundred times. Um, Haley lives in California. She's a wife. She's a mommy. She's a teacher. And I just absolutely adore and love the the podcast that her and her husband are doing. And I knew that I had to bring her on to talk to you guys um, specifically about this this topic of consistency that we're finishing up our pillars of courage with. So I'm going to throw it over to Haley to uh, say a quick hi to you guys, and then we're going to dive right into the to the conversation. Thank you so much for <laughs> having me today. This is. This is fun. Yes. You reached out to me on Instagram saying that you'd listen to my podcast and you were like, hey, th- this podcast of mine would be perfect for you. And so I'm so glad you did that because here we are. And now I'm an avid listener. Yes. <laughs> yes, I know. I I, I love it. Um, and the thing that's so cool, guys, and we'll talk about this more at the end, um, Haley started her podcast even after I started mine because um, you, you did mm-hmm. yours in June, yep. your podcast course. And the growth of your guys' podcast due to the consistency of you showing up, <laughs> um, the, like the growth of your Instagram page and everything, I, I idolize it really. It's well, awesome. You. It has been a lot of work, but we'll, we'll go into all of that, that. Yep. The things that go into the consistency, but yeah, it's kind of crazy. Like I started in June and it just kind of has slow. I mean, it wasn't slow. We kind of blew up and now it's just been slowly. Right growing each week. And yeah. so that's super cool to see the community just getting bigger and bigger. Yeah. Yeah. Awesome. Time. All right. So as you guys know, for the, um, the last three weeks, we've been talking about the, the pillars of courage. And I got these pillars from a conference that I did in May with Rachel Hollis. And um, Haley, I didn't even get a chance to ask you, are you like a Rachel Hollis fan? I have not read, but listen to her books on audio. audio. Okay. Audible? Audible. Audible. There we go. Yep. <laughs> um, <laughs> uh, Girl, Wash Your Face. And then what's the newest one? Um, oh, Don't Stop Apologizing. Yeah. That one. So I love them. I actually just re-listened to Girl, Wash Your Face on a road trip with my mom. But aside from that, I don't like listen to her podcast or anything, but yeah. I do love her books. Love yeah. everything she chats about. So, Yeah, for sure. Um, yeah, I discovered her like... I don't know. It's maybe been almost two years ago now, but so their whole, their whole theme for this one was courage. And then they talked about the pillars of courage. So I wanted to do podcast episodes on those. 
So we dove into mindset, uh, confidence, leadership, and then the last one was consistency. And immediately I reached out to Haley because I was like, oh my gosh, like, I think that you could totally touch on this from from lots of different points of views, right? Like not only has she been consistent as a podcaster, but I see her from afar on Instagram being consistent as a mom. Um, your little girl's what, eight months? Yep. She'll be <gasps> nine months oh, in a yeah. couple of weeks. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so yeah, I mean, I just wanted to talk about kind of those three areas, um, your consistency, being a mommy, um, doing the podcasting thing. And then with, you know, you and your husband's journey with money. So, so that's kind of what we're going to talk about today. The first question that I kind of want to talk about for every single area is like, what is something that you do to make yourself feel more in control in the area of being a mom? It's a good question. Well, I'm an Enneagram three and we are, just like all about the end goal. And so that is really hard for me to try to be present because I'm constantly thinking of like five years from now, four weeks Mm -hmm. from now, you know, I always just have this end goal on my mind and I'm slowly trying to really focus on each day and being present because that's something I struggle with. So what helps me with being a mom really is my schedule. I'm, I'm very, very <laughs> schedule oriented and that helps our family. It works really well for us. I acknowledge that doesn't work for everybody, but for us, for the baby, like I need to know what I'm doing. Uh, she goes to bed at this time. She eats at this yep. time. She poops at this time. She wakes up yep. at this time. Like it is clockwork. And since we have that tight schedule, I'm able to be present and can actually be with her because it's more predicted because we're on a schedule. I feel like if my life was just all over crazy and no, no, um, order with the schedule, I wouldn't be able to consistently show up and be there for her because I'd be like, Oh my gosh, I have all these other things to do and I need to prioritize. And so the schedule for me is, is huge. Yeah. It helps me really prioritize all other parts of my life too. So it's kind of interesting that we're talking about the consistency because it's not just being a mom. It actually all goes together. Like because I have a schedule oriented life, now I can do everything that I want to do and prioritize Mm -hmm. it. And then it's not like I'm drowning in things to do, if that makes sense. Yeah, no, it does. Um, I think that I'm in Enneagram three as well. I've only taken like, I don't know, maybe one of those free tests online, but I bought the book by Sarah Jane Case. Uh-huh. Um, did you, did you listen to that call or do that live call? I did call listen with to the call. It was awesome. Keisha? Yeah, it was. Like I immediately listened to the call and then I went and bought her book. <laughs> I, I think you told me to get the book. So then I went and got the book. Yeah. It wasn't available in an audio book. Like I do not have time to read. Yeah. And so I got, I, I got the book. <laughs> Mm-hmm. it sat there for like a month and then I returned it on Amazon because <laughs> I was like, I can't read this. I don't have time to read a book. I will definitely rebuy it when she makes an audiobook. <laughs> okay. No, I'm so happy you just said that because <laughs> how, I mean, how I talked about that. Um, cause I talked about her book in one of my podcast episodes. I think it was two or three mm-hmm. and I bought the book then 
which was at this point probably three months ago. Yeah. You still haven't read it? Correct. (laughs) (laughs) Because like you, I don't have time to read. I mean, I am reading one book right now, but I maybe read like 10 pages every other night. Uh, I don't even get that far. Props. (laughs) Yeah. Me and my husband just purchased Audible like two weeks ago, I think. And I was like, this is what I'm going to start doing. There's also, let me just say this out there for anybody listening to, there's something called Libby, L-I-B-B-Y. And I don't know if it's like all over or only certain areas, but my county library Mm -hmm. has a Libby account. So if you have a a library card with your county library, they have like an online version. So you use this Libby, I think is just their little like side website that they use or whatever. Mm -hmm. But through my county library, they have a Libby account and I can listen to most audio books for free. So you should look into Libby, but not all of them are on there. A lot of the good ones are not on there. Or they have like one copy and there's a bunch of people waiting. But it is pretty cool to see which ones you can save money on. So Libby. That's awesome. That I out. just wrote that down. And guys, I'm going to put it in the show notes. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Okay. So yeah, we got on, on that topic from the Enneagram thing. But yeah, and especially when you were just talking about like how your day is structured and the schedule thing definitely makes me think more so that I'm an Enneagram. And this is the thing like, listen to my craziness, my crazy brain. I'm like, I'm not going to fully say what Enneagram number I am until I have read her book (laughs) and taken all the tests and read all of the diagrams to determine what number I am. So does that even reaffirm the fact that I'm probably a three? Yeah, probably. (laughs) Yeah. You should go take it. And then next week (laughs) in next week's episode, let us know what it is because I'm genuinely curious. I bet you, you are a three or something close to it. Yeah. My husband's also a three. So we have a, (laughs) we have a lot of like end game going on in our house. Like we just see the future and we just want to get there. (laughs) We're trying to be present, but sometimes we suck at it. (laughs) Well, I, I like that he's a three. My husband definitely isn't a three. I don't know what number he is, but he definitely is not the same as me. I will say though, when it comes to like parenting and like being a mom to our son, in that way, it's kind of been good for us going on that journey of parents. But I also can see how like, oh, sometimes I would just love if he was like totally on the schedule train with me. I don't know. That's been interesting because yeah. he's very much like, oh, well, let's just kind of see, you know, kind of go with the flow. Yeah. Really go by the seat of your pants. Um, he definitely sees the benefits of a routine though. Oh, for sure. I think if you explain um... – for me, if I, if I explain to someone like, hey, this is why I'm doing it. When I do this, I can do this. Then people are like, okay, that makes sense. You don't seem so crazy for being mm-hmm. so anal about everything. But for me, like, I cannot give to my podcast. I cannot give to my job. I cannot give to anything if I am all over the place. Mm-hmm. So kind of like we talk about all the time in the personal development group that we're in like I have to take care of myself first Mm -hmm. in order to do that for me I really have to prioritize things and I have some serious ADHD like I can't just prioritize on my own I have to have a schedule yeah so when I do that then I can show up consistently 
for my daughter, be present and just be the best mom that I, that I can be, you know, no one's perfect, but I'm, I'm just sitting here trying to do the best that I can. But I completely acknowledge that if I'm all over the place and scatterbrained, that I am not the person that I want to be and the mom that I want to be. So that's how I have to be, Mm -hmm. you know, schedule oriented. Yep. And so it really pours into everything that it pours into being consistent mom and wife and being consistent podcaster. If I don't have that time set aside for me to sit on Instagram, you spoke about me and the Instagram being really successful. I spent a lot of time on the Instagram building it, but it's, if I'm sitting there building my Instagram while I'm trying to take care of my daughter, then I'm not being the mom that I want to be to her. So I really have to prioritize those things. So for me, I feel like consistency in my life just comes down to my tight schedule. It Mm -hmm. is to a T we wake up at this time. We do this. We have a 45 minute time frame, Then we move on. And that's just how we, yeah, we do things. People think it's crazy. My mom's always like, I mean, come on. It doesn't really matter. You could be flexible. No, I, I can't, maybe you can, but I, I just cannot be flexible. This is how I have to live my life because I'm juggling 20 different things. And if I'm, if I'm flexible one day, then this goes back to the consistency. If I just let it slip one day, then it's Enneagram three. I'm all or nothing. If I'm not doing it consistently, perfectly, I mean, we're not perfect, but if I'm not doing it consistently and showing up, then I just say, well, oh, well, I quit. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And so that is, it's huge. If I, if I just slack a little bit with my podcasting, then all of a sudden it would be like, well, it doesn't really matter if I skip an episode. It doesn't really matter if I skip posting on Instagram today. Um, And then it would just become something, another thing that I just tried and failed. Yep. Oh my gosh. That's yeah. That is so true. That is so true. All or nothing. Yeah. I mean, not everyone's like that, but for me, it's really is every little thing part in my life. I listened to you talking last week um, to Becca about fitness and weight loss and momming and all of that. Like even that for me is all or nothing. I, I'm either like, yes, let's go work out. Or I'm like, uh, definitely not. (laughs) (laughs) I'm going to share the cookies with my son today is what I'm going to do. <laughs> Hold back. <laughs> oh my, it's so, tr- oh my gosh, it's so true. Now, I, I think I remember from like, I think it was an Instagram post or something, but you want to have a big family, right? Yeah. I want like four kids-ish. Oh, you're, you're going to be an, I mean, you're, you're going to like you and your husband, the combo of you guys, like you're going to totally rock that. Like everything in my brain is, um, you know. Enneagram three. I'm just focused on the end, the end of what I want. And what I want is big giant dreams. I want to be a mom. I want a lot of kids. I want a big house. I want to be a teacher. I want to continue to educate people and change lives, whether that means in the classroom, because I teach sixth grade right now. I teach elementary school. Or maybe I go become like a financial coach and that's how I teach people. Mm -hmm. You know, I'm really like I am definitely a teacher, but it might not be like traditional. Right. Just teaching in some aspect. Yeah. But I have all these things that I want to do and, and I'm just tired of like thinking, oh, well, eh, 
I'm not cut out for that. Or I don't know if I'll get there. Like, I think I, I'm really trying to change my mindset. Like, this is what I want. So I need to make it happen. And in order to make that happen, I need to prioritize certain things in my life. And like I said, I can't do that if I'm not consistent in like all the areas that are super important to me. And so we had talked on Instagram about the episode that we were both thinking of like, or we were struggling to yeah, do that same podcast week. episode. Yeah. And my husband, so we are both teachers, a little side background. We're both teachers. So we live in California. Schools are closed. We're all, we're both doing online learning. School was about to start. And my husband was like, I just think that we should skip the episode this week. Like give yourself some grace. Like we do the podcast together, but it's really like my thing. Mm-hmm. He's like, just give yourself some grace. We'll, we'll show up the next week. All the listeners will understand. And I was like, absolutely not. We are not <laughs> We are not skipping this. We are showing up. I don't care if we do some crap 15-minute episode. Like, I am not going to just let this thing that I'm passionate about just become another side thing that I try and fail. Mm-hmm. And, and I all or nothing knew it was going to end up like if I slipped one week, it would have been me making excuses to just be like, well, whatever, we'll just keep skipping. And I've spent so much time and I've poured into this passion project, but it's so much more than that to me. Yeah. The consistency to show up for this thing that I'm passionate about, it gives me purpose. And I feel like it doesn't really matter what that is for you. This is a podcast. I don't care if three people listen or three million people. For me, this is something that's giving me purpose and it's fun and it's a hobby that's not just me sitting on my butt watching TV. Yep. And that is huge. Like if I can get that confidence out of podcasting, then why not be consistent with it? You know? Yeah. yeah. So that's kind of how I'm treating the whole thing. Like I'm, I'm not going to just slack. I cannot do that. I can't afford to do that. Well, and do you feel like me and my mom had a conversation? I think it was two weeks ago. She was saying, because I just, I struggle. And I, you, since you listen to my podcast, you know, I just, I struggle. I struggle with feeling like I'm a good mom, thinking that I'm doing a good job. Um, it's just been a hard transition for me, even two years later. And my mom was like, I just don't understand. You always are talking, you want to be the best version of yourself. You want to be the best wife. You want to be the best podcaster, but like, where is the part of you? What are you doing to be the best mom to your son? And I kind of, in that moment, didn't have anything to say back to her. But then when I thought about it, I was like, me doing all of those other things and wanting to be the best at all those other things is how I am being the best mom to my son. Yeah. Yeah. No, I, I feel like because I do all these other things, I'm building the confidence or building the, all of the other pieces that I need to be a good mom. Because for me, I, my love language, one of them is quality time. Like I get legit pissed off if my husband is like on his phone while we're watching TV, even though we're watching TV, I just want him to be present. Even though it's, it's just not, I don't really need him talking to me at that time. But with the baby, I feel like a bad mom if I am not giving her my all and all of my attention Mm -hmm. because that's how I receive love and 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 really interpret love. Yeah. And so for me, if I am not there, 
paying attention, being present, then I just feel so bad. I have mom guilt and I'm just like, oh my gosh, wow, I really did a bad job prioritizing my life today. Or then I feel bad because I'm slacking in all these other areas. But yeah, you're right. Like if you, for, I mean, for me, for sure, like if I'm thriving in my marriage, if I'm thriving in my hobby, which is my podcast, if I'm doing all these other things, then I'm going to feel better. And then I'm going to be more present. Yeah. Really kind of feeds into it. Yeah. Like I have to have something like, you know, right now in my life, it's, it is for the last three months, it's been my podcast. And before that it was a blog and I feel like I just have to have something else to pour my energy and creativity into. Like, Mm -hmm. I don't know. It's just for me being a mom isn't enough. Like I need something else. And then through that something else, I get the energy to feel like, okay, I have other outlets in my life that I'm contributing to. So then now I feel worthy as a mom because I'm more than a, a more than a mom, which yeah. a girl in our group has a podcast called that. Ironically, I'm more than a mom. Like I'm not, that's not, not all I am. Mm-hmm. A so little louder for the people in the back. It's okay yes. to not be content with just being a mom. And I discovered that because I want my, my baby was born in December and I went on maternity leave from teaching in, in November of 2019. And I didn't return to teaching until like two weeks ago. We're, we're recording this in August of 2020. So I was off work for like almost nine months and someone should feel good about that. They should feel, um, well, I think that you should feel happy and thankful to have all this time with your baby, but I found myself bored. Mm-hmm. I found myself kind of unsatisfied. Like, yes, I'm so thankful to be with my baby. I love her. I'm so glad we had this time, but I am not meant to just be here at home. I, yep. I need to have other things. And some people are, I yep. just am not, I need, I need to have some other outlets. And I started this podcast actually before I planned on returning to teaching, I planned on taking yeah. a whole year off yep. and then it just became my thing that gave me purpose, whether it's like a, like you said, a blog or a podcast or anything. If you don't have that thing that makes you feel like you are more than a mom, because yes, I'm meant to be a mom. I love my daughter, but I definitely need more in my life than just that. Um, So yeah, if you don't have that feeling, I can totally see how it's like a downward spiral. You said that you suffered with some postpartum and postpartum anxiety too, or just- Yeah, anxiety and depression. Because I had postpartum anxiety pretty bad and it just was, it got really bad just sitting here at home, just sitting in my thoughts, wallowing with my baby. Uh And, And it really, really was much more under control once I was able to have an outlet that wasn't just sitting at home with my baby that's can't communicate. Uh-huh. And yep. it's okay for people to be unsatisfied with just being a mom. And I feel like people need to say that more. Yeah. Because I don't know. I always thought that sounds bad. This makes you sound like a bad mom. Like you don't care. No, I really care, but I need more than that. Yeah. And for me, I thought I wanted to be kind of be, kind of like a stay-at-home mom, but have like a side job. But I'm actually finding because I'm teaching right now from home. I love online teaching. I love remote working and people probably think that's crazy, but maybe it's the best of both worlds. Like I'm still doing my job. I still have 
whatever makes me feel like I have purpose, but I'm also home. So it's all of these things together. So people really just have to find whatever that is for them that makes them feel fulfilled. Yeah. Because yeah, for me, the, I got to show up and be consistent as a mom, but I cannot do that unless I'm filling my cup. However, that needs to be filled. Yeah. Yeah. Agreed. Um, all right. So to kind of make the transition from mom into podcasting, could you talk a little bit about your typical daily schedule, how you, how your schedule looks as far as like what you do for, um, Instagram and for the podcast and how you fit in those, you know, time pockets or blocks with your daughter's napping or, you know, all that sort of stuff. Yeah, totally. I, I need to be a little better with blocking off like just social media time. That's Mm -hmm. a goal of mine that I'm trying to work around, but basically our podcast, just like yours, it drops on Wednesdays. So we try to, now this is not, not as consistent as it should be. Uh We try to record on Saturdays. So we have several days to edit if we don't get to it. And then I don't feel Uh bad. So if we don't get to it on Sunday, then I can push it to Monday. If we don't get to it on Monday. That's mine too. Tuesday. (laughs) And most of the time that's where it is. And it last minute. Um, But yeah, so we try to prioritize that as best as we can. But in regards to the Instagram and all of that, I probably spend way more time than I need to on Instagram. And I'm really trying to narrow that time down to time blocks. You know, both Mm -hmm. of us follow Keisha Fitzgerald and she talks about prioritizing these, these time blocks. So I don't quite do that as best as I should, but I do want to set a, you know, 45 minute time block where this is my Instagram time. I'm going to respond to all of these things or comments. I try to post once a day during prime posting times, which is where in the United States, everyone's still awake and it's still in the middle of the day. So for, for us on the West coast, that would be like one to 2 PM because then on the East coast, it's not like midnight or anything, you know? So I try to focus on. That is genius. Yeah. It works really well too. I've never thought about the time of day. The time of day is huge, huge, but also Instagram, you can create posts and then literally have the whole thing set up have a draft made, um, you know, all the captions, hashtags, whatever you're going to do, and then like go to get rid of it. And it'll say, do you want to save this as a draft? And you can save it and then go back and post it later. So what I'm trying to do is make my posts a couple of days in advance. And then, you know, I'm busy. I'm, I'm teaching. I'm doing all these things. Then I can just go post it when I'm ready. And I don't have to sit there and create it and do all the hashtags and play that game. But I don't get to responding to people until much later, which is okay. I've given myself that. When I first started, it was like I was glued to my phone and and that hindered the mom consistency. So I Uh really have to make sure that I'm not glued to my phone. So that's kind of how I plan on doing that is really just setting the time to do that. But pre-making the posts is huge. That saves so much time. I mean, you can sit there for an hour and create a bunch of posts, save them as drafts. And then they just chill there on the like little feed thing until you're ready to post them. So you can save You can do multiple yeah. posts and save them it's as a genius. draft. I didn't even know this. Yes. It's so cool. Oh my gosh. I'm going to do it. You should. <laughs> yeah. Cause I, I mean, I don't doubt at all. I remember when I, 
I messaged uh, Haley very early on because, like I said, she started her podcast after mine. She and she did a, she does a a page on Instagram specifically for the podcast, separate from her personal one, like I do. And it's it's just growing like wildfire. And I was like, how are you doing this? And she was like, I'm posting every single day. And I was like, well, shit. <laughs> and sometimes like a lot. Like yesterday, I think I post three times. And then other days, there have been a couple days when I skipped. And I'm like, yeah. okay, it's okay because I just posted three times yesterday. Right. No one is going to notice that I didn't yeah. post today. Like no one cares as much as I do. And so I'm really trying to give myself a little grace, be consistent, but also you know, I don't need to hold myself to that ridiculous, perfect standard because that's not realistic. So yeah. I'm trying to just, yeah, be consistent, but also flexible. Yeah. Consistent, but flexible. Yeah. I like that. <laughs> um, well, I'm definitely going to do that. That's such good tip. I mean, and for what, it, for anybody out there trying to grow their Instagram, it doesn't have to be for a podcast for whatever. Mm-hmm. People are using Instagram for literally anything and everything right now. And consistency with it definitely proves, you know, to be the name of the game for that, for sure. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I probably post two or three times a week and I would love to just see if I could do it for a couple weeks every single day, what the difference would be. You should do it. I'm going to do it. And just a little food for thought, completely separate from going on a little tangent here. Faces and food People like those. They give you the most engagement. So I realized I don't want to be some picture. You know, when you go on someone's feed and it's all color coordinated and perfect and every other picture is a photograph or a little meme or whatever. I don't want that. That's not real. That's not who I am. So I started really putting more pictures of us and real life stuff. You know, we have a finance podcast. I'm sitting there putting pictures of my debt and things that we paid off. And people are like, wow, I cannot believe you are putting this information out there, but the more of me and my husband, Justin, that people see, the more they feel like they know us and then they continue to listen and they're like, oh, I actually know them. No, I mean, and that's, I'm going to, I'm sitting here saying this right now to anybody listening. That is one of the reasons that I like Haley and Justin and their podcast. Like I've never met this girl in person, but I feel like I know her. (laughs) Yeah. This was our first time meeting. I totally feel like we're best friends. Yeah. I mean, in the consistency of you showing up every day on Facebook, obviously me listening to your podcast, but there's, there's a vulnerability mm-hmm. in showing your face. And I did the same thing with my Instagram, with my Chasing Courage. I was like, oh, every other post is going to be a color of my brand mm-hmm. and it's going to be a quote. And I did that for a couple of weeks and I was like, I'm bored making this. So people have got to be bored reading it. Like, yeah, it looks pretty when you scroll. Exactly. But like, who, what? Why am I doing this? And I've been studying the engagement. This is all the spare time I had when I wasn't working this summer. But I've been Mm -hmm. studying like what gets engagement because I'm not sitting here trying to blow up my Instagram to become an influencer, but I acknowledge that Instagram is where people go and then they see that our page and then they go to our podcast. Yeah. And eventually I think I want to start like a financial coaching business. So then I can use the podcast to help me with that. But, but so yeah, I'm trying to build my Instagram, but the best way to do that for me is having 
the most engagement and the most engagement so far I just posted a picture of our new puppy (laughs) everyone went crazy we got like 900 likes I'm like that's insane but but then people feel like they know us because they know our dog and they know his name and and they then in the podcast when they hear us reference the new puppy they're like oh I know who that I know what that is but I like you have my own private Instagram I am a private person in regards to certain things like my personal Instagram, like you've seen, it's just pictures of my baby. I don't want pictures of my family and my baby all over the price of avocado toast Instagram for the podcast. Yeah. That's just not what I want to do. So that's why right. I chose to have it separate. And I'm happy that I did that because I'm not willing to just make my whole life public. But I also want to let people feel like they know me. So yeah, there's yes. sure they're going to get pictures of me and my family and the baby, but not to the extent that I'm obsessively posting about the baby on the other page, you know? Right. Yep. Yeah. That's, uh, that's such good advice that I'm going to take (laughs) and everybody else should too. (laughs) So, okay. Awesome. So now I want, I want everybody to kind of know just a little bit of your and Justin's backstory. And obviously I'm going to link to your guys' podcast that they should all check out, but just kind of talk about you guys have been on a crazy money journey yeah, <laughs> and you've obviously made some, you've moved major mountains by being consistent with your budgeting and your meal planning. And I mean, all literally like, um, I wrote this quote down from Rachel Hollis that she said, like, it costs to be consistent. And I was like, oh my gosh, that is so Haley. Cause like cost and money and like you, like you have to make a sacrifice to be consistent. Oh, yeah. But the other thing then is it pays off mm-hmm. play on words, but totally works. It pays off to be consistent And you and your husband are totally reaping the benefits of that right now. Yeah. So our, our background story is ridiculous. Long story short, we got a $600,000 inheritance, blew it over the course of three years, ended up like really deep in debt. We had a $50,000 car. We had um, $27,000 of credit card debt. We had over $130,000 of student loans. And I mean, our story, we have so many different (laughs) tangents to it. It's ridiculous. But Long story short, we found Dave Ramsey. He's not for everyone, um, but we really like Dave Ramsey. So that yep. worked for us. We found him. He lit the fire under our butt and helped us really look ourselves in the mirror and be like, oh, we have some toxic, disgusting money habits that we need to fix now. Because like I said earlier, I want big things. I want big dreams. I want a lot of kids. I want a big house. Um, yeah. I can't have those things when I am $500,000 in debt. That's just not realistic. So we really started to make some changes and it's crazy because the consistency of showing up and budgeting and doing these things, like, I mean, people think we're crazy. They literally are like, you are insane. And I'm like, yeah, I'm insane, but we've paid off over $118,000 in the last 16 months. So please tell me that what I'm doing is not working because it's clearly working. I mean, I know. people are going to, haters are going to hate, but I'm over here just like, oh, I can't believe that this is happening. I mean, you show up and good things just happen. I'm not the most religious of religious people, but I do believe that once you kind of surrender, like 
everything. We are not in control of this. We are not yeah. in control of our money. Once we surrendered to the fact that we need help, mm-hmm. um, <laughs> this what we're doing is not working, things started to change. And I yeah. mean, drastically. And it's just crazy. I, I, I'm still like, I cannot believe we went from there to here. We've, we've yeah. paid off all of our credit card debt. We've paid off our car. We basically just have $93,000 worth of student loans left, our mortgage and, and a stupid timeshare we bought. But it's just crazy. Our podcast, our whole entire point is normalizing conversations about money. Yeah. Because everyone I know has some sort of debt and it's just always been this taboo topic that we don't want to talk about because it makes people right. uncomfortable. But, but every, if everyone has credit card debt, why aren't we talking about the fact that that's predatory and not cool? Yeah. Or like it's normal to have debt, but it's not normal to talk about yeah, it. Yeah. That makes no sense to me. And so mm-hmm. we're really trying to change that conversation and I don't care who listens to my podcast for the rest of time. What we've already done is enough for me. Like I've had mm-hmm. conversations with my mom about money. We've had conversations with friends and just to have that impact and open up those, really the conversation with people has been amazing. So if you want to talk about money or hear some stories, our podcast is good. Um, we <laughs> yes, it is. We literally <laughs> probably have it worse than you, but it'll make you feel like okay, I've, I it's not that bad. Like I have a lot of debt, but it's not as bad as Justin and Haley. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, and I mean, like, no, I mean, me, me and my husband are. I mean, we're we are definitely not on the uh, on the positive side of things with that at all. Um, and I think that you just impressed me because you. You're a mom of a, of, a, of a baby and you do other things. You're a podcaster, you're a teacher. And like, I mean, just looking at the fact that you make the time to set up a, a meal plan for, for a whole month, that's awesome. Like I do a week at a time and I pat myself on the back. I'm like, okay, I, I planned our meals for the week. Good job, Courtney. And like you guys do it for the whole month and like that I'm like hashtag goals. Well, full transparency, we don't always stick to it, but it that, gives, that's okay. But it gives us an outline for the month. Yep. And for us, the biggest thing is trying to pay off debt. And the best way to do that is to budget. And the worst part of and the not eat out. Uh, yeah, the worst part of the budget for like everyone I know is the food. And so if you can plan what you're gonna do and kind of have that as an outline and buy only those groceries and try to meal plan and meal prep accordingly, then you save so much money, but that's a work in progress. And I'm not here trying to be perfect, but what we're doing so far has worked. And I know that if we keep trying really hard and being consistent, I mean, holy crap, we'll be out of debt next year. (laughs) I mean, it's it's just, it's just flying by. And so, I mean, I never thought that we'd be here. I thought for sure, I'm just going to die. Rest in peace with my student loans. (laughs) That's just not going to happen. No, I mean, and yeah, you guys are so inspiring. I'm so proud of you. Well, thank you. I'm so Not happy. that you need me to be proud of you. Well, but. I appreciate it. <laughs> we definitely appreciate having support from people. And it's so cool because the podcast and the personal growth community we're in, everything has led to all these connections to people all over the world. You're in Ohio. Yeah. Yeah. We're in California. Like I never would have right. met you. No, never. And so, and so it's so cool. Like 
it's just insane. We have people listening to our podcast from like Germany. I'm like, I don't even I know. know you. Yeah. Yeah, I know. Like when I'm like, who are these people listening to my podcast in like Ireland? Like, will you please send me a direct message? Cause I just want to like know what you look like. Yeah. That's awesome. (laughs) I know. (laughs) I know. Oh my gosh. Um, okay. So I have a couple just like random fun questions. You heard, if you you listen to my interview with Becca, I'm going to ask you the same ones, um, as a mom and you've, you've got a real little one. So I'm curious how many hours of sleep do you get a night? Okay. So people are going to be jealous of this, but we sleep a lot. Um, like eight to nine hours. Uh, but I full transparency, I'm a scheduled person. I'm super anal. Uh, the sleep thing for us has been fantastic since the beginning, because we read a book called 12 hours sleep by 12 weeks. And I swear by it, writing it down, write it down, put in the show notes, man, if you are having trouble sleeping with a new baby, this book, I swear by it. I also breastfeed. Wait, did you read it or did you? I read it. I did read it. It's very short. Um, I read it. It's very easy and quick to read, but some people think that the schedule doesn't quite work for nursing mamas, but it does. I breastfeed and it worked perfect. The baby eats every four hours during the day for four times and then sleeps through the night and it's golden. And we still stick to that schedule. She wakes up, she eats at we wake up early, 6.30, 10.30, like 3 o'clock, and 6.30 again. Then she goes, night-night. Schedule. So, yeah, we sleep and a lot. That No, that's amazing. Um, yeah, so awesome. Um, okay, what is, your, what is your favorite form of self-care? Massage. Ooh. Hands down, I would kill for a massage. And now with this COVID thing – so I used to have a massage membership because okay. hashtag self-care. Um, yeah. <laughs> but then hashtag broke. We, <laughs> we had to cancel it. But because it was closed because of COVID, it just racked up like five months worth that I have to cash in once they open. I am literally praying for them to open because I'm going to sit there and be like, book me a three-hour massage, please. <laughs> oh my God. I'm so jealous. You know what's funny? Like, I didn't even think about that. I'm not, I love massages. It's just not something that I've done regularly. Mm -hmm. Um, Like me and my husband, um, just like more special occasion type things. Like I think we did one when we got engaged, one on our honeymoon. Um, I would, I would love to do them more regularly (laughs) for sure. Um, Okay. What advice would you give yourself regarding consistency, since that's our topic for today. And you're still, you're kind of young. So let's say like five years ago. Well, I've tried, tried and failed and tried and failed so many things. And I shouldn't even say failed, but I tried and then I gave up. And so I think I would just tell myself to just stop making excuses and to just show up and do it because Mm -hmm. Like when I do, I'm so thankful and I'm happy that I did. Like, for example, working out is huge. And after I do it, I feel fantastic. But then it's so easy to just make the excuses. Same thing with money. Once you start spending money, it's like, well, screw this. I already blew the budget or what's a budget. Let's just go swipe, swipe, swipe. The excuses, like to just stop making excuses and own up to what I want to do in my life, like 
what am I, what do I want and how am I going to get there? Making excuses is not going to get me there. And so I did a whole lot of that for a long time. And so now I'm really not doing that. And so I would tell myself to shut up and stop making excuses. (laughs) Shut up and show up. (laughs) Oh, I love that. (laughs) I love that. Awesome. Um, okay. And then lastly, um, and I will put the, these in the, all in the show notes, but, um, let my listeners know where they can find you, your, your Instagram, your podcast, anywhere else. Awesome. Uh, well, my name is Haley Brownwoods. And so you should be able to search that, but, um, the price of avocado toast on Instagram at the price of avocado toast is where we are our names on it say Haley and Justin Brownwoods. So that's us. There's a little avocado toast. So yes. Um, Cutest icon. Yeah. It's too fun. Uh, Mm. And our podcast, the price of avocado toast is available pretty much anywhere where you listen to podcasts. So you can just type that in and it'll show up. It's usually under business or investing podcasts of some sort. So yeah. yeah, we'd be happy to have some new listeners if you are interested in chatting about money or just, sitting there laughing at our epic mistakes because we have <laughs> several. <laughs> yes, but you are learning from them and growing from yes, them. Yes, we are. So that is what matters. Yes, we are. Well, Haley, thank you so, so much. I literally could probably talk to you for another two hours, yeah, but so I don't want to edit that long of an episode. <laughs> <laughs> this is so much fun. Thank you for having me and chatting with me. This was great fun. We should do this again. <laughs> Yes, we for sure should. Thank you so much for checking out the Chasing Courage podcast. If you vibed with this episode, it would mean so much to me if you shared it on social media and tagged the show. That way I can thank you for helping me build a community of confident and courageous mamas. If you have questions or feedback, feel free to send me a DM. I make a point to respond to each and every one. I'll be back next week, same time, same place. But until then, what will you chase today?